Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here, along with Everett Farnell. It is magnificent, amazing to be here. Can you believe how long we've been doing this? Can you believe how long we've been making podcasting great? It's remarkable to me to think that for over a year now, we've been helping businesses all across the country and all around the world and, and, and just go beyond every limitation, every, uh, every goal that they thought that they had, just realizing how much better they're doing today than they were then just by listening to our podcast. Well, and actually, when you think, that's a great point, because when you think about it, ever since the day Donald Trump took office, we've been doing this podcast for about 100 days or so. Absolutely. Absolutely. I never thought of that. This has been like our first hundred days of the sec- segment of the podcast when Trump has been president. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've never heard what? anyone like put it that way or, or say that there's some kind of benchmark around a hundred days. I mean, I, I guess I don't know where I came up with that, but come to think of it, we've been podcasting for about a hundred days since Trump took office. Now, I wonder if someone's As- paying attention to that as some kind of a benchmark. What would you say, if I had to ask you, Everett, since the listeners, you know, we're recording this, they're not on live, but if I had to ask you, how would you judge the first hundred days of this podcast since Trump took office? I would say that, that we needed, we met or exceeded all of our expectations and goals for this period of time, and that we are on track to meet or exceed all of our goals for the next hundred days as well. Okay. So we're having a lot of fun here, but that's the point and the focus of today's episode, which is this whole thing, which is... It is Donald Trump's first 100 days in office. And even though recently he's tried to poo-poo it by coming out and saying things like, oh, that's an artificial construct, 100 days, who came up with that? And yet, like, hello, Donald, do you remember that, like, that's all you talked about? Like, you kept saying, in my first day in office, I'll do this, and in the first 100 days, that. And the first... But when it comes towards the end of the 100 days, suddenly it's like, ah, 100 days, 100 days, who cares about that? But the point is... <laughs> The media's watching it, the pro-Trumpers are watching it, the anti-Trumpers are watching it, his staff is watching it, he's watching it, everyone, the whole world is watching for this artificial construct of how's he doing in the first hundred days. And of course, since he's Donald Trump, you got one side which says it's an F, he's the worst president ever, it's the worst hundred days ever, and then you got a whole millions of other people on the other side going, A plus, man, unbelievable, the greatest first 100 days in the history of mankind of all presidents ever. So we're not here to talk about whether or not he's been good, bad, A plus, F minus, C, D, whatever in between. What we're talking about here is the power of having this artificial 100-day construct, deadline, whatever you want to call it, and how as small business owners ourselves, we might want to have that in our business. In fact, we're here to suggest that you must set up these time periods. Now, it doesn't have to be 100 days. Maybe you say this quarter. Maybe you say this year. Maybe you say this season if you have a seasonal business. Maybe you say for these 90 days, for this month, for this week. But if you set up some kind of goal and then you tell your employees, your, your family, you put it on social media, you tell your suppliers, you tell everyone you can, you know, my goal is to sell X number of whatever over the next X number of days. Or my goal 
is to fix X percent of the lingering customer service problems and get that taken care of in the next X number of days. But you give yourself this construct, and then you, you let the power of the pressure of it come in. So you don't overpressure yourself, right? We're not saying to say, oh, i got to sell 10000 of my whatever by tomorrow. That's a little too much pressure. But you also don't want to say, hey, you know, whatever I sell and whatever, it's all good. Something in between, like this first 100 days, how much did you get in 100 days? And then similarly, in the long run, it doesn't matter at all. Who cares? No matter what Trump does in the first 100 days or not, he's got three years and 265 days to go or whatever. He's got another everything minus, you know, four years minus 100 days to go. But for getting stuff done, you can see how it's affecting people around him and and legislation he's putting forth and, and having those goals. And so shouldn't every business owner kind of do the same? Well, absolutely they should. Look, people should do it for, for several reasons. Number one, because if you don't have a goal and if you're not measuring your progress towards that goal, then you're just floating and there's no business owner. Anyway. I mean, every large business, every successful business has sales goals and revenue goals and profit goals and other, other KPI goals, other key performance indicator goals. So they, they have, you know, they have goals. They have targets that they're going for. And if you don't have any targets, then your business is just going to flounder and eventually die. It's just not going to stay on track. But the other reason you should do that is because, look, there's something to be said about sitting down at the end of the 90 days or quarter. I, I don't recommend yearly. I think yearly is a little too long. But a quarter, I think, is a, is a good or, or a month, every month. There's something uh, satisfying as an entrepreneur about sitting down and saying, okay, here's the list of things that I was supposed to get done and this month or this quarter or whatever, and then kind of running back and saying, holy, holy macro, look at that. I, I got 90% of my stuff done. I didn't feel like I did anything. I didn't feel like I was getting anything done. I felt like I was really not really growing, not really expanding, but I've laid the groundwork to really take the next step on these 19 out of 20 things. So there's one thing i got to tighten up a little bit. There's a little little celebration that comes with that, a little accountability. And if you get sit down and you say, holy shit, i got three things out of 20 done, then you know you got to tighten things up. you got to do better. But if you're not doing that, if you're not taking some time to sit down and see where you are along your path through your short term, and then, of course, by virtue of meeting your short-term goals, presumably you have all that in line. I'm hoping that our listeners know how to set goals. So presumably by meeting your short-term goals every quarter, every year, et cetera, every, like you said, every season, then that's moving them closer to their long-term goals every step of the way. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's dead critical, not only for the expansion and the functioning of your business, but also for a little bit of uh, victory for yourself so that you can feel good about your successes, whether they're massive successes or whether they're little tiny successes. Everybody's got to feel like they're, uh, they're making some progress, you know? I like it. And I also I, I want to go back to taking it one step further to get accountability into it. So not only do you want to have these goals and look them over yourself, but often, you know, the saying is, I'm my own boss, and that's the good news, but the bad news is also I'm my own boss. And sometimes we're a really bad boss, and we don't demand accountability, and we don't demand reporting and performance. And so to have your coach, your mentor, your board of directors, whoever it is, hopefully you got somebody because nobody's performing at their best without a coach, without somebody to, to bounce things off of. And you are... Again, making it known that these are your goals. If you put a poster up in the back employee room saying this is our goal to do this by a certain date or you're letting people know, because that to me is the power of the 100 days. We don't know if behind closed doors Trump got his staff together and say, 
all right, these are the goals for the next month, and this has to be done this month. But he also, from the outside, has everyone looking at him from this 100-day perspective. So if you put that out there, I think you can also it helps to get you going to know that other people from the outside are looking and judging you. And isn't that what we want? When it all comes down to it, we want to perform better. We want more people pushing us to perform better because the bottom line is we just want to perform better. And if it takes outside pressure, internal pressure, a combination of the two is best. To me, that's where this 100-day thing comes from. It's the external pressure that I, from my experience, working with thousands of small business owners, many of them just don't have. Where if you had a job, your boss would be exerting outside pressure. So very often we need to do it, and we're just suggesting that as we come upon this 100-day outside pressure construct on Donald Trump's presidency, that we put that to use into our own business and we find a way to get outside pressure to some kind of benchmark of getting something done in addition to the inside pressure we all have of, hey, I want to make more money, I want to do better. Well, and let's not forget to mention that this is, of course, the public tip, the private tip, the advanced tip that you can get by going to the website, getting in contact with either Steve or I, is 10 times more potent and more powerful regarding productivity. So this is powerful. Even if people don't believe it is, even if you try it, just try it, and you will be amazed at how powerful this is. But what we have as far as productivity in the advanced tip makes this one look like kindergarten. So make sure you go to the website, Lessons Learned by Donald Trump. Lessons Learned from Donald Trump, pardon.com. Yes, you know, that gives us an idea, too. We might have a, another, past, another contest of Lessons Learned by Donald Trump because <laughs> he has all kinds of stuff. And he, he, but he comes right out and says it and says, you know, like, gee, I didn't know it was going to be this difficult to do whatever this and that. I mean, there's a lot of lessons being learned by Donald Trump, which is a – Another topic for another episode, because as business owners, that's another benefit we have. We're constantly learning what's working, what's not working, and we're getting better and better and better. So I love it, and I do love the advanced tip. This week, as always, just go right there. Like Everett says, lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. Get in touch with one of us. We'll share the advanced tip. We'll help you implement it in your business, and we will be back here next week with another fantastic episode that's going to be huge of the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.